0: Assalamualaikum warahmatullahi wabarakatuh and welcome back to your program Madrasa on A Developing Islam in Me I'm your host Yasmina Peterson along special guest in studio none other than Sheikh Anwar Adamson we did say that we are going to be recapping on ta'wah as well as where Sheikh stopped yesterday Sheikh Tafattah
1: Bismillah, Alhamdulillah as والسلام wa-assalamu ala وعلى wa alihi wa ashabihi wa man wala Allahumma ilma wa rzuqna fahma ya Rabbi shirahli sadri wa amri wa ahlul uqadatan millisani yafqahu qawli Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh The respected and beloved honorable listeners of Radio Voice of the Cape we ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us in the moments that we'll be spending together. We ask of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open up our hearts to the advices of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in his glorious book and the advices of Rasulullah sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam as these two sources are the main sources that we derive from. As Rasulullah has said in a hadith, I leave behind for you two things. If you hold on to these two things, you will never ever go astray. Kitabullah wa sunnatihi said, the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala and my sunnah. So we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us love for Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alayhi wa sallam. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to be resurrected with Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wa alayhi wa sallam. And for those who are not experiencing the best of health, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant them shifa, grant them full recovery make it a means of atonement for their sins as we know as a believer when we do become ill that is allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's way of removing our sins rasulullah says in a hadith even the prick of the thorn that we experience that little prick even that is an atonement for our sins so when we become ill it's allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's mercy To forgive our sins and for any Muslim right across the globe experiencing any difficulty We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to alleviate the the pain and sufferings We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant the Muslims across the globe Victory over the enemies insha'Allah ta'ala Alhamdulillah the month of Ramadan is growing closer and closer to us We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to see the month of Ramadan we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that in the word that we are saying, we draw full benefit. And there is no better advice than advice that is derived from the book of Allah and the sunnah of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa wa sallam. We've spoken about Ramadan being the month of the Qur'an, that we should reconnect to the book of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We've spoken about... Trying to make an effort to recite some Quran. We spoke about making khatam in the month of Ramadan. If a person is unable to do so, he should try and try his best to at least be constant in what he will be reciting. We started speaking about ikhlas, sincerity. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the Quran to sincerity, in whatever we do say in any of our actions, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to bless us as well. And then we started speaking about taqwa yesterday. We defined what taqwa was. We said that each person might have a different definition to something and an, an, an idea in his head about what's, what what taqwa is and we've defined it by saying taqwa is setting up that barrier between yourself and the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by doing that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has commanded us to do and staying away from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has forbidden. So in a nutshell that is what taqwa is. That we do what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of our ability, as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to the best of our ability. We do that what Allah wants, and we stay away from what Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited us from doing. So that was taqwa. Today, inshaAllah Ta'ala, I would love to expound on the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says. That the goal of the month of Ramadan is ultimately to attain taqwa. And we have defined taqwa now, but why taqwa? Why does Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ordained that the goal of fasting is to attain taqwa? And amazingly, one of the sheikhs, has written Shawseim Rahimallah Ta'ala has written a beautiful book, Fawa'idul Taqwa, Min al-Quran al-Kareem, that the benefits of taqwa from the Quran Al-Kareem, the Noble Quran, and is written more than 100 benefits of taqwa alone. We got into the reason perhaps why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen that the ultimate goal for the month of Ramadan is taqwa and we've defined what Taqwa was, it is setting up that barrier between ourselves and the punishment of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala by doing that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has ordained and commanded from us, and staying away from that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited us from doing. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to make it easy for us to stay away from the things Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has prohibited, and to do and implement that which Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants us to do. So the verse goes, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّكُونَ So that you may attain taqwa So that you may become God-conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Knowing that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is always watching us and is fully aware of what we are thinking, what we are doing, what we are going to do and what we have done And I've mentioned that the book will be not discussing but one Sheikh has mentioned More more than 100 benefits of this concept of taqwa, the God consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So for us to get into this insha'Allah ta'ala, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says in the Qur'an, وَلَقَدْ وَصَّيْنَا الَّذِينَ أُوتُوا الْكِتَابَ مِنْ قَبْلِكُمْ وَإِيَّاكُمْ أَنِتَّقُوا اللَّهِ That one of the first advices that we've given to those people who have been given the book used to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So taqwa was the advice always right across the globe to all the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The very first advice that they were given, the best advice was, a taqwa Ittaqullah, to be a God conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So that's the first benefit, it's the first advice that's been given to all the prophets of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And alhamdulillah, we as the ummah of Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam, we have been given the exact same advice. In a hadith where Rasulullah says, Ittaqillah hithuma kunt. The first advice that he gives this companion, he says, Fear Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we ever... You may be, wherever you find yourself. So if we need to give someone advice, if someone comes to us and asks us for advice, amongst the best advice we can possibly give a person is to be conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, knowing Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is full aware, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala never sleeps. And also to say that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to pardon, loves to forgive. Even this, Consist within the advices of taqwa, being God conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Then the Prophet ﷺ was asked about something that will cause people to enter the Jannah. What will be one of the main reasons when people enter Jannah? Rasulullah ﷺ said, Taqwa Allah wa husnul khuluq. To be God conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, to have taqwa wa husnul khuluq, and to have good character, to have muaymanes, muaymaneer, morals and values. So these are the two main things that will cause us to enter Jannah, and alhamdulillah, the month of Ramadan is there so that we may increase in our taqwa. So this in a nutshell is Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala's way of indirectly telling us that I actually want you through your fasting in Ramadan to become God conscious so that you may have a greater opportunity to enter the jannah of Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala as we were told and taught by our beloved prophet Muhammad sallallahu alaihi wasallam that taqwa will be one of the main reasons Why people will enter the Jannah. So now we start to understand the verse where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen taqwa. And for those who are planning to go for hajj this year, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make the journey of the hujjaj easy. It's amazing that the month of Ramadan comes before the month of Hajj. Why? So that the Hujjaj, who has made intention to go for Hajj, can increase on the Taqwa. You know, the old people used to say, i Sabr. I was going to say Siva Saka but it's Siva Saka Sabr. Which means, this is what the month of Ramadan teaches us that Sabr, that God conscious of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best provision, that any haji. Any person going to Makkah, any Hajj intending to go to Makkah, and Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has beautifully, strategically placed the month of Ramadan just before the starting of the month of Hajj. Ramadan, Shawwal, Dhil-Qi'dah, Dhil-Hijjah. So that we may attain that consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And the best provision that any hujjaj, any hajj, any person going for hajj could take with him as Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala mentions this verse right after he means al-hajju ashurum ma'lumat. When he speaks about the verses of hajj, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala ends of the verse by saying, وَتَزَوَّدُوا And make provisions for this holy undertaking, this holy journey, this spiritual journey to coming close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says makes provisions fa'inna khi Razadi Attaqwa. That the best of provisions that any person going for Hajj can take with him is Fainna Khi Razad Attaqwa. Allah says this in Surah Al-Baqarah, that the best provision is taqwa. We always say, I need to take this clothing with me, and this, and subhanallah, some of the hujjaj, we Allah ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make it easy for us to kick the habit of smoking. They always want to take the gross of cigarettes with them, one of the provisions that they need to take with them. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala can make it easy for those to leave that habit. But the best provisions that a person can take is taqwa is the God consciousness. And the month of Ramadan, as I've mentioned, comes before the month of Hajj, stock up on our Taqwa. Stock up on becoming God conscious. So when you take your Taqwa with you, your Hajj, we ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to accept our Hajj from us. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala grants us Hajj makbul and mabruh for those going for Hajj. But the best provision is Taqwa. Now we understand why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, alakum." So that you may attain the God consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. You know, all of us, each and every believer, male or female, young and old, wherever we find ourselves, we do experience difficulty sometime in our lives, if not all the time, not most of the time. But the glad tidings of experiencing difficulties, the glad tidings of experiencing difficulty is that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves to test his servant, where he says, "Inna When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves a certain individual, Allah tests him. So none of us are free of the tests of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whether those tests are financial, emotional, physical, spiritual, even with our children. Whatever difficulty we find ourselves in, this is the test of Allah, test of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah has to test us. Allah tests those before us, so that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala wants to see who are those who are sincere. So when we get tested, in whatever way, our car breaks down, we lose our job, we lose family members, be happy. This is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's way of showing us that He loves us. He's testing us because He loves us. So we go through calamities, we go through difficulties. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, Subhanallah. Do we understand this verse? لَعَلَّكُمْ The whole reason behind the month of Ramadan is taqwa. And Allah says in a verse, وَمَا Whosoever has taqwa of Allah, Allah will grant him ease. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant him a way out. So the reason that we fast in Ramadan is not only spiritual. It is not only for the benefit of our akhirah, to be conscious of Allah, but is also a worldly benefit. Where Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you experience any difficulties in this world, whatever that difficulty may be, my dear beloved brother and sister, listen to the radio. Allah says, if you have a bit of taqwa that you are going to get in the month of Ramadan, after Ramadan, and if you have some taqwa, whoever possesses this quality of taqwa, Allah says, يَجْعَلْ Allah will make a way out for us, subhanAllah. Do we now see, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ That is the worldly benefit of having taqwa. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala goes further and says, وَيَرْزُقْهُ مِنْ حَيْثُ لَا يَحْتَسِبْ Amazing, beautiful. You know, this is a verse that we should try, inshallah ta'ala, to by heart and internalize and understand. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will grant that person who has taqwa, Whatever his level of taqwa is, yes, we will differ in our level of, levels of taqwa. Some might have more than others. But if we fall under the category, to some extent, an entry-level taqwa person, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, I will grant that person sustenance. I will grant him his rizq. I will grant him, him or her her provisions from avenues and places that he or she could not have imagined. And this is the benefit of taqwa. So taqwa, fasting in the month of Ramadan, is for us as a benefit in the akhirah, the ultimate life, the eternal life. And it is a benefit for us in in this world. So Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, further with regards to making things easy, يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِ يُسْرَ أَنُوْسُ إِذَا تَقْوَى Note, my beloved listeners, male and female, young and old. That in all these verses, we find the common word taqwa. وَمَنْ يَتَّقِ اللَّهِ أَنُوْسُ إِذَا تَقْوَى يَجْعَلْ لَهُ مِنْ أَمْرِهِ يسرى. That Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala will make all his affairs easy for him or her. If we have an exam, we have an interview, we have something that is, we are waiting on an answer, positive or negative, whatever affair we have, because of the taqwa that we've built up during the month of Ramadan, Allah says, because of the little taqwa, the little sacrifice that we have made, I will make your affairs easy, subhanAllah. And this is Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala's way of Bringing us closer to Him and giving us an easier life in this world. So, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, so that you may attain taqwa, and these are the benefits of having taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Another verse, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, may يَتَّقِلَّ Again, we hear the word يَتَّقِلَّ, taqwa, and whosoever has taqwa, whether it is a little bit of taqwa, Whether it is a lot of taqwa, we fall under the category of taqwa. Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says, "Yukfir anhu syi'atihi wa yu'azim lahul ajra." And whatever has taqwa, Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says that Allah is going to forgive. All his sins, all his mistakes, all his errors, all his ways, all the mistakes that he's made in the dunya, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala because of the taqwa that you built up in Ramadan, Allah says Allah is going to forgive that. And not only Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala going to forgive his sins, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala also is going to give him a great reward inshallah ta'ala. So these are the some of the benefits of taqwa. Another worldly and benefit, worldly benefit And a benefit for the year after Is when Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says yuhibbul Allah loves those who have taqwa I mean Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala loves us And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is happy with us And satisfied and impressed with us We can only but imagine the life Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is going to give us in this world and in the year after. So getting back to the verse that we have by now, I'm sure by heart it and we know this verse la alakum Oh you who believe fasting has been prescribed for you. We have made fasting mandatory upon you as we have made it mandatory and obligatory on those before you, لَعَلَّكُمْ tattaqun, So that you may attain taqwa. And we've discussed the benefits, or some of the benefits, of taqwa.
0: However, Sheikh, in terms of taqwa, there is a question which came through, and that is in terms of the... Parents, how can they motivate their children if they are going through difficulty? You, Sheikh mentioned for an exam, Sheikh mentioned they're waiting on an answer. So now normally the child gets despondent. yes, but now when is this going to happen and when is this going to end? What are the advice that Sheikh can give to parents to motivate the children, inshallah?
1: Bismillah, <laughs> alhamdulillah, wassalatu salam ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa ashabihi wa wala. Being a parent in today's time and and age, and, you know, it's it's a daunting task. You know, with all the influence that we have, you know, the internet, uh, the the TV, the radio stations, whatever we expose to our friends, and you know, as ch- as show them, they are very sometimes they don't understand a certain concept immediately. You know, when we, were, we are young, we don't understand the older generation, perhaps they are fasting. And now the younger generation, they start to question, why do we fast or why do you do this? And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala still, you know, you still go through difficulty. So it's a question of raising our children correctly from the offset. And we ask, tell them, perhaps, who created you? We tell them about the benefits. Also, we remind them how fortunate they might be in a certain home, if they have a home, Alhamdulillah, they have their own room, or whatever benefits they have and and blessings. And we speak in that direction. That look at a person on the street. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala could have so easily has caused you and I to be one of those people who are homeless. But Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has chosen for us to be in a comfortable home, to have things that we are, Alhamdulillah, we're happy with, we are comfortable. And in this manner, is it not befitting we tell them that we should at least try and worship Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala in the best of our ability. And this is how we instill the taqwa of our, into our children inshaAllah. That call to the way of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala with wisdom and in a manner which is beautiful.
0: Shukran so much for that Shaykh and then here is another question that came through And that is in terms of taqwa being Allah conscious and uh, God conscious for that matter However if this is this tying into the belief system Where the belief system need to be strong And then taqwa automatically will be strong What is
1: Sheikh's take on this? Of course when we say aman to be loved, Believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala This is one of the criteria to believe in Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And when we have iman that also makes it easier for us to adapt taqwa or adopt taqwa in our lives. So yes, if the belief is strong in Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, it's easier. As Allah Subhanahu wa Taala says in the Quran, Alif Lam Mim, the very first surah. La rayba fee. Indeed, That is the book that there is no doubt in it. There's no doubt regarding the book of Allah Subhanahu wa Taala, and Allah says, "Hudan." It is a guidance. لِلْمُتَّقِينَ For who is the guidance? For those who have taqwa. So when we have taqwa, it is easier for us to accept the admonishments of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. To accept the orders of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And that is one of the criteria. Why Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لَعَلَّكُمْ تَتَّقُونَ So that you may have taqwa. The purpose behind fasting is taqwa. We've mentioned the benefits of taqwa. That it is worldly benefit and there is benefit in the year after. And here we can see, if a person has taqwa, the Qur'an becomes alive to him. Yeah. He can take the stories of the Qur'an and derive benefit from it. Allah says, Hudan lil muttaqin." It is a guidance, not only for the mu'mineen, but a muttaqin, A person is a believer, and he has some consciousness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this is the ultimate purpose of the month of Ramadan. One of the other benefits of having taqwa, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, wallahu, wa wallahu wa Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the friend of the person who has taqwa. So yes, now we branch out that each and every person, male or female, young and old, wherever he finds himself in life, whichever position he finds himself, whether going through difficulty, having ease in his life, with his children, whatever it is. Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if you have taqwa, Allah becomes the wali, the overseer of this person. And here we also learn that each and every person has that ability within themselves to become the friend of Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala. All of us, young and old, male and female, no matter how weak we are, Allah Subhanahu wa ta'ala has given us all the opportunity to become his friend. To become the awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Yes. Awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala exist. They might be living awliya, walking amongst us. But we do not know who they are. But we have been given that opportunity to be the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And it's not our duty to say who the awliya are. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala alone knows who his friends are. Because a person might be in a certain way we perceive this person, but we do not know if Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has accepted his worship. We do not know if this person is sincere. So the journey is very long. And the journey to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is one where we always need to check ourselves, our niya, our intentions. Every day when we wake up, we make sure that today, I will try and do as much as possible for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala only. So as I've affirmed that there might be people or awliya of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, someone that you could never have imagined that he is the wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So it is not our duty and our job to determine who they are. Allah alone knows who his friends are. As Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is the one that looks into the hearts of mankind. Not you, not I. So we must not be quick to say this person is a wali of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person is the friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This person is pious. In this way, when we steer away from making these exaggerated statements in our speech, we will realize that we are all on the same level with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In that way, no person will want to be above the other. No person will want to excel and be better or act better than another person. In the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, we are all his servants, we vary with our taqwa, yes, but all of us has an equal opportunity to become the friends of Allah. So we should never exaggerate any person's status. No person's status should be exaggerated. The Prophet also taught us not to exaggerate his status. Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa said, Do not even exaggerate my status, like the Christians has done with Nabi Isa, with Jesus. Rather say, I am a servant of Allah, and a messenger of Allah. So we should be very careful, when a person starts to exaggerate an individual, over that, over and beyond exaggeration, where we say that this person is, the wali of Allah. This person is, the friend of Allah. Each Muslim should say, inshallah ta'ala, perhaps he is the friend of Allah. But affirming, that someone is the friend of Allah Allah alone knows who his friends are It might be a person that you could never have imagined But he is a friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala And as I've said, you and I, each one of us Never sell ourselves short Never put ourselves down When Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already elevated us By giving us a step which is the of Ramadan And better than that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has already placed iman in our hearts. And for that alone, we cannot thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala enough. I'd love to just little bit digress and leave us with a simple thought. Had we not been born as Muslims, alhamdulillah, we've been given this iman, we've been given this kalima, we've been given Islam. We were, some of us were born Muslim. Would we have made that effort to find the truth? Look at this we did not even ask Allah, we did not raise our hands to Allah for this hidayah, for this guidance from Allah, we've been given Islam. We are already one step ahead in the direction of walking to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And this alone, we need to thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. An invaluable gift. You might not be experiencing the best of health. You might not be the richest person in this world. You might come from an area that perhaps they are shooting gun, or whatever the case might be. But remember one thing, you have the key to Jannah And that is the kalima La ilaha illallah And as I repeat myself It does not try to over exaggerate Any person's position in this world Allah alone is the judge Who is truly the awliya Of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala So through
0: inspiring words there By Sheikh Anwar Adamson Our last few minutes of the program And yeah, I'm not going to be rambling on And I'll leave that to Sheikh Anwar Adamson okay. And the Sheikh Tafatul
1: Bismillah alhamdulillah ala rasulillah wa ala alihi wa sahabihi wa man wala Before the break we discussed that all of us, we are equal in the eyes of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala We are all the servants of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala Yes, we differ, we vary in our taqwa But alhamdulillah the month of Ramadan is the each and every person can attain the taqwa we can increase our levels of taqwa if you are sitting at home and listening to this program and ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to open our hearts I think me too, I'm a Muslim I've been given Iman the month of Ramadan comes I'm going to try and be that friend of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala we should not try and complicate our lives by following other than the sunnah of Rasulullah which was a simple way the easy way so say, in simplicity, there is beauty. In another hadith, Rasulullah says, Inna deen This deen, this religion of Allah is easy. Mm-hmm. That a person who is going to try and make it even more easier or make things difficult for himself, the deen will overpower him. I bring us back to my slogan, Sha'Allah Ta'ala, strive to the five. There's no better advice that you can give you in the advice of Rasulullah sallallahu alaihi wasallam. With the Prophet sallallahu alayhi wa sallam, as still as one companion, if he only does the five obligatory things, which is our shahada, making salah five times a day, fasting the month of Ramadan, paying our zakah, going for hajj. If we are steadfast on these five things, we can attain the jannah of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So I've mentioned each one of us. Each and every believer in the month of Ramadan has access to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We have the keys to the taqwa. All we need to do is to put ourselves there and say, Ya Allah, I want to be kind of the muttaqoon. We do not need to go the difficult route, the difficult, complicated route that we find at times. We are all... Allah subhanahu wa taala servants. And Allah has promised, if we do what Allah wants us to do, we can all become the friends of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the taqwa. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us to see the month of Ramadan. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to make us of the true muttaqun. And I don't know if time will allow us to discuss some of the characteristics of the people of Taqwa. Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala says in the Quran, Surah Ali Imran, Allah says, ila min Rabbikum." I will end up with this verse insha'Allah, that hasten to the mercy of your Lord. In another verse, Allah Subhanahu Wa Ta'ala, سَابِقُوا ila min Rabbikum," That have rivalry, have competition. And this is what we should be having competition in coming close to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The month of Ramadan is the month of competition where we try to outdo ourselves and outdo our peers, our family members for the sake of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Good, healthy competition. As Allah has encouraged us to have competition, for us to have competition to His mercy. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says that He has prepared a Jannah as wide as the heavens and the earth. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, وَعِدَّتْ لِلْمُتَّقِينَ I have prepared this for who? لِلْمُتَّقِينَ So the Jannah is being prepared for those of taqwa. And Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala briefly discusses their qualities. Allah says, وَالَّذِينَ يُنْفِقُونَ فِي السَّرَّاءِ وَالضَّرَّاءِ That those people of taqwa amongst their characteristics is that they spend in difficulty and when things are good with them. In the good times, they spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And in adversity, they spend in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So in adversity, when things are not going well with Him, and we see the month of Ramadan, we spend freely. Whether we, this is our last 10 rain, we will still try and spend a 50 cents in the path of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. That stinginess that we have during the other months of the year, it's not there in the month of Ramadan. Our hearts are open. Subhanallah. We love to spend. So that is one of the qualities of the people of taqwa. Allah says they spend in good times and in bad times. And they suppress their anger they do not become angry. Amongst the qualities of the poor people of taqwa, they suppress their, their anger. And is this not the case in the month of Ramadan? As we were told, when a person comes and wants to argue, and to fight with us, he wants to be a little bit unnecessary with us, for whatever reason he might be hungry, he comes and we say, my brother, my sister, I am fasting. And obviously so are you fasting. He suppresses his anger. When he feels he wants to explode, he wants to become upset for whatever the reason is, he remembers Allah. The taqwa is being coming to him without him even realizing it. Just fasting in Ramadan, the taqwa is coming from Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Let us be amongst those who receive the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So they suppress the anger. And this is what the month of Ramadan teaches us. وَالْعَافِينَ an nurse. And they pardon people. They forgive people. They overlook the faults of people. There's one thing that we need to understand. That there's no two people who are alike. No one is like myself. No one is like you. No one is like anybody else. So a person's way of thinking is different. We need to be tolerant towards that person. Pardon that person. He does not have the same brain the same outlook, the same way of thinking, the way I think. So perhaps he thinks and looks at something completely different. If I may use an example, a nine and a six. From where you are sitting, if I put a nine here in front of me, what do I see? I see a nine. What do you see? A six. You see a six? Mm. The same thing right in front of us. So this is how we need to understand one another. وَالْعَافِينَ Nas, so. Amongst the people of taqwa, the characteristics is that they forgive people. They pardon people. Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala forgives bigger sins. Allah forgives us when we transgress against the laws of Allah, when we commit sins. Who are you and I not to forgive and not to pardon? We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala to grant us the qualities of the muttaqun. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, whatever our shortcomings are, and yes... Yesterday we've mentioned amongst the qualities of those who have taqwa, Allah says further on in this verse, that a person of taqwa, you and I, my beloved brother and sister, listening to the voice of the Cape, you and I, we will commit sins. Allah says that when they commit sins, Allah says, the people of taqwa, when they commit a sin, they are going to commit a sin. We are going to make mistakes, even after Ramadan, during Ramadan, we will err. Uh, we will make mistakes, we will fall off the wagon again. But Allah says when they make that mistake, they remember Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. They remember Allah. And they seek the forgiveness of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So this also we confirm that a person of taqwa will commit sin. So when we find ourselves committing a sin of Ramadan, during Ramadan, this does not exclude us from having the taqwa of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala what's being said that we inspired by the words of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. We ask Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allah grants us to see the month of Ramadan. Amen. Open our hearts to the advice of Allah, which is his book, the Quran, and the Sunnah. Oh, Rasulullah, sallallahu alayhi wa sallam.
0: Shukran so much for that and I've you, Aslam alaikum warahmatullahi wa barakatuh. <laughs>